Hey there, Internet. This is Glenn Dawson. And this is Linda Dawson. And you're listening to Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. Come gather around the desk, Karen, with us, and let's get started. Glenn, do you remember when we went camping over at the Kentucky Horse Park with the Amateur Radio Club? Oh, I certainly do. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, I miss those days with friends we were active with then. Glenn and I are ham radio operators with amateur extra operating licenses. Yes, I'm AK4HA. And I'm AK4GC. We talk to folks all over the world, literally. We are also members of the Baptist Disaster Relief that helps people when troubled times come. It's fun meeting people all over the world and talking to them about everything in their lives and in our lives. People sometimes ask if we broadcast sermons and such. Well, the FCC doesn't allow one-way communication such as a broadcast, and music is specifically prohibited. However, discussion of any topic is legal unless it is not allowed in one of the countries. But even so, you can tell people your personal experiences. Anyway, we camped over there and we would set up our radio equipment and string up our antennas and start connecting to others everywhere. As night drew close, the ham bands went long path and fun around the fireplace ensued. The crackle of the fire and static from the radio was mesmerizing. Once again, we proved to ourselves and each other that we can set up and communicate with others and make new friends all over the place. I hope we can do that again, Glenn, if we ever find the time. This week, as you listen to this, we're in Branson, Missouri, on a little vacation. We hope to bring you back video of this trip when we return and share our adventures with you again. Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing is a Christian hymn written by the 18th century pastor and hymnist Robert Robinson. He penned the words at age 22 in the year 1757. The lyrics, which dwell on the theme of divine grace, are based on 1 Samuel 7:12, in which the prophet Samuel raises a stone as a monument, saying, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. Come thou fount of every blessing. Turn my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call our songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mount I fixed upon it, mount of thy redeeming love. Soaring I shall be in spirit, till released from flesh and sin, yet from what I do inherit, hear thy praises I'll begin. Here I raise my Ebenezer, here by thy great help I've come, and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God, he to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood. How his kindness yet pursues me, mortal tongue can never tell, cold in flesh till death shall lose me. I cannot proclaim it well. 
O oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, O oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. O oh, that day, when freed from sinning, I shall see thy lovely face. Clothed then in blood-washed linen, how I'll sing thy sovereign grace. Come, my Lord, no longer tarry. Take my ransom soul away. Sing thine angels now to carry me to realms of endless day. It's an unfortunate turn of events when a young boy is forced to grow up without a loving father. That was what happened to Robert Robinson. His dad passed away when he was only eight years of age. Robert was born on September the 27th, 1735, to Mary Wilkin and Michael Robinson, a customs officer in Norfolk, a market town and civil parish in the English countryside. To make Rob Robert's circumstances much more diff difficult, his marital grandfather, Robert Wilkin, a wealthy man who had never reconciled himself to his daughter's lowly marriage, disinherited his grandson and provided an inheritance for him of only ten shillings and sixpence. As soon as Robert was old enough, he secured a job as an apprentice to a barber. Even in his youth, he endured the hardship of having to be the breadwinner for his widowed mother and himself. His former education was limited. However, his knowledge was varied and extensive because he spent many hours in study. Perhaps all hymns are to some extent autobiographical in that they reveal something of the author's spiritual experience. In some hymns, the autobiographical thread is stronger and more obvious. A favorite little line in the stanza Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. It's thought to have been particularly autobiographical, referring to Robertson's early life when he's, his mother sent him to London to be an apprentice. It was during this time, according to hymnologist Kenneth Osbeck, that he associated with a notorious gang of hoodlums, the lid of life of debauchery, until he came under the spell of the... One day his gang of rowdies harassed a drunken gypsy. Pouring liquor into her, they demanded she tell their fortunes for free. Pointing her finger at Robert, she told him he would live to see his children and grandchildren. This struck a tender spot in his heart. If I'm going to live to see my children and grandchildren, he thought, I'll have to change my way of living. I can't keep on like I'm going now. A few nights later, Robert Robinson, half serious and half in fun, decided to go to a tent meeting to hear a Methodist preacher, George Whitfield. To cover his weak use urge, he suggested that the boys go with him and heckle the gathering. Let's go laugh at this deluded Methodist, was the invitation to his gang. Whitfield preached on the text, 
O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to free from your wrath to come? Matthew 3, 7. Robert left in dread under a deep sense that George Whitfield was preaching to him alone. Finally, at the age of 20, Robert made peace with God and immediately set out to become a preacher himself. He wrote a letter to George Whitefield and told him that he envied the happiness that he saw on the faces of those people in that tent. On December the 10th, 1775, Robinson could not push from his mind a particular phrase used by George Whitefield in one of his sermons. Oh, my hearers, the wrath to come, the wrath to come. He was wondrously converted and became a minister of the gospel, first in the Baptist church, then in the Methodist church, and later in other denominations. In one location, his congregation grew to a thousand in attendance. In May 1758, when he was only 22 years old, Robinson penned, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, for his sermon on Pentecost Sunday. In the following year of 1759, the lyrics of this powerful hymn were included in a small hymnal entitled A Collection of Hymns Used by the Church of Christ in Angel Alley, Bishopgate. After his conversion in 1755, Robinson first preached at a Calvinistic Methodist chapel in Meldon Hall, Salford, and then found his own independent congregation in Norwich. He was rebaptized in 1759 after taking up Baptist theological perspectives. This led to his nearly 30-year relationship as pastor of Stoneyard Baptist Church at Cambridge. Baptist homologist William Reynolds notes that Robinson was an unusual man, and while lacking formal education, he rose to great prominence as a preacher and a scholar. Robinson published A History of Baptism in 1790. In the United States, the hymn is usually set to an American folk tomb known as Nettleton, but is an exclusively musical setting for this famous and well-loved text. The melody is attributed to Ashel Nellington. While several phrases are changed, Ashel Nellington was an American theologian and evangelist from Connecticut who was highly influential during the Second Great Awakening. The first stanza is all praise and adoration, very fitting for the occasion. But the last two stanzas almost feel like a spiritual autobiography. In January 1759, Robinson settled in Stoneyard Baptist Chapel, Cambridge, St. Andrew's Street Baptist Church, where he remained the rest of his life. He served first as lecturer and from 1762 as pastor. The congregation grew to more than a thousand under Robinson's leadership. Robinson also owned a farm raising cattle and sheep, growing barley and wheat, and dealing as a corn and coal merchant. 
Years later, Robert did wander away from God. In a spiritually black-slidden condition, Robert was traveling in a stagecoach one day. His only companion was a young woman unknown to him. In the providence of God and not realizing who it was she spoke with, the woman quoted, Come thou fount of every blessing, saying what an encouragement it had been to her. Try as he might, Robinson could not get her to change the subject. She asked him what he thought of the hymn she was humming. He responded, Madam, I am the poor, unhappy man who wrote that hymn many years ago, and I would give a thousand worlds if I had them to enjoy the feelings I had then. Gently she replied, Sir, the streams of mercy are still flowing. He was deeply touched by that. As a result of the encounter, he repented. His fellowship with the Lord was restored through the ministry of his own hymn and a Christian's willing witness. Robinson died in his sleep on June 9, 1790. Our God is such a blessing. He's such a blessing God. Has he blessed you? Let's take a few minutes and think about this. Are you thankful for his grace? Grace is unmerited favor, and we certainly don't deserve or merit his love and kindness toward us. What have we done to be loved by our God? As I examine myself, I say nothing here. I have such joy and happiness. Do you? I have everlasting salvation. Do you have that? We have a life free from the consequence of sin and destruction. Is that something your heart craves for? It's a great, great blessing to love others. You can't really do that unless you have forgiveness. Do you really and truly love others with a love that expects nothing in return? To have the freedom to live without the bond of guilt itself is a blessing. You have this? We're blessed with food, clothing, and homes for shelter. Compared to most of the world, we're very wealthy. We're blessed with the ability to learn and the opportunity to do it. We have the opportunity to be a blessing to others in this life. Most of all, we have the choice of victory over death and a God that is with us, caring for us forever and ever, even in our troubled times. You too can know this God and experience his blessings if you'll accept him as your Savior and trust him today with your eternity. John 3.16 says, God so loved the world, that's you, that he gave his only Son, that's Jesus, that whosoever, that's you, believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Cast your lot with our Savior today who rose from the dead and conquered death and suffered your punishment on the cross so you could have these blessings. Now, Glenn, would you play 
come the fount of ever blessing on the alto sax? I sure will. grateful for you guys that listen to our podcast and music. Without you, this would be absolutely fruitful. We are thrilled when you guys tell us that you heard a podcast or you listened to our music and you were blessed. Oh my, thank you so much. You too can message us by email at glenn.dawson at glenndawsonea.com That's G-L-E-N-N dot Dawson at G-L-E-N-N Dawson E-A dot com. You can also reach us by leaving a comment at most sites that carry our program. We certainly love it when you visit with us on our podcast, listen to our music, or watch our YouTube videos. Our videos are also on YouTube. Just go over to YouTube and search for Glenn and Linda Dawson. While you're there, select the like and subscribe buttons. Also, the notification button. Then you'll be notified when our new videos come out. Also, it'll help us in our effort to partner with YouTube. YouTube gets advertising money for showing our videos on their platform. And they share that with the content providers 
when they are in the partner program. In order to be part of the partner program, we need 4,000 watch hours in 12 months and 1,000 subscribers. We can't do it without your help, and we appreciate your help so much. This will help us get our channel going. So share that with all your friends and tell them about us. Our program is part of the Glenn Dawson Evangelistic Association, and we're a 100% nonprofit organization dedicated to sharing Jesus with everyone. All our finances go directly to this ministry. We're all volunteers. Our webpage is located at glendawsonea.com. That's G-L-E-N-N DawsonEA.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week on Preparing Our Hearts for Worship. God, God be, be with you. you. Goodbye, Goodbye for now. now.